these podcasts are awesome. There's a lot of information here. And have a mentor. Surround yourself with good people that have done it before because you don't want to make the mistakes like they have. I would definitely find people that you jive with, guidance, help, that have been around the block. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey guys, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. I am joined today with Franca Galluccio, Gabriel Araisha, and right next to me, Owen Date. Date? Yes, Date. Date. Like, date me. Or I like dates, except not spelled that way. <laughs> so uh, it's been a while, and we have a guest on today. He's actually one of my students, and Owen is. I'm actually going to not even let the cat out of the bag. I'm going to let him tell his story as to what he does, how long he's been doing it, and just know that he has a government job, and just very much like Frank did many moons ago, and said, you know what, fuck this. I want a better life for myself and my family, and uh, went down the real estate path, and I'll let him talk about his journey in a second. But just know that if someone makes a decision and is focused on results, they will definitely do whatever it takes to get there. And Owen is definitely not an exception to that. Now, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you like it, love it, share it as soon as possible. Leave a comment. We have over 700 five-star reviews, which is absolutely phenomenal. Very proud of that in less than a year. And of course, if you have not listened to the first 10 episodes of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, please do, because that explains what asset-based lending is, how we find great opportunities that are significantly discounted. And and how we can monetize those opportunities for real change in your life and uh, build ge generational wealth. It's going to be hopefully a very exciting podcast. Now, Owen seems a little bit nervous. He's never done this before. We'll make sure that we pants him or give him a wedgie or just make him feel right at home. Welcome, Mr. Owen. Hi. Welcome, Owen. So yeah, so all of us are here. Owen, give us a quick background, what you do did for a living and just a little bit of snapshot as, as to who the heck you are. For 15, Not too quick. <laughs> 15 years, I was a mailman, and alongside I did real estate, but just, you know, part-time. So as of a year ago, I left to pursue this full-time, and with the help of Marco and Frank and Gabe, it's been amazing. So. so you were a mailman. You're from Canada, right? Correct, Victoria. Victoria, which is in British Columbia, the west side of the country. So we're all Canadians on this oh, podcast. Canadians. The Canuck Show. Yes, All it right. is the Canuck Show. Have you ever bought properties in the U.S. before you met us crazy kids? Uh, no, always wanted to. Gotcha. And so you're a mailman. Now, were you the, the guy that put a lot of mail on his back or did you do it in a car or a truck or how does that work? Both. Did graveyards, did mail delivery, but I ended off by being a mailman and walking door to door. So you like to walk? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I tried to. He walked from the hotel to my house an hour. It's like five miles. The guy's crazy. He misses his job, but that's okay. I know. It's like, I'm just going to walk. I need to walk. As I'm like, long this as you're like out of the rat race. I love to see government workers that leave and are doing or pursuing their dreams. So uh, kudos to you. And you know, Absolutely. Right? He wants to keep walking, let him keep walking. Like, let the guy walk. Yeah, Absolutely. Rain, I'm walking over shape. here. Rain, and I got to see five shine. properties for sale. <laughs> I got to see there lots of potential. There you go. He's scouting out properties while he's doing it, which is great. So don't have any experience. Now, you said you were doing real estate alongside of that. And I know as a postal worker, I'm assuming postal workers don't make six figures a year. 
No. No. Yeah. You know, you're not swimming in cash and you've been very responsible with your financial decisions. And then you made a decision to buy properties in the United States. We met a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Almost two years. Almost two years ago. Yeah. And then you made a decision. You know what? I want to go after big fat properties. I want to be just like Frank one day and own some hotels. And tell us what you're working on right now. Working on two flagged hotels in Wisconsin and in Ohio and Iowa, and that one's an independent, and they're all about 100 keys. All right, so for people that don't speak that language and have no idea what you just said, you're working on two brand name hotels. Those are flags. So these are brand names, recognizable brands, and we're- Franchises. Exactly, like a Marriott or a Hilton, right? They have a flag. And then independent is no flag. There's no franchise attached to that. And so they all have around 100 units each, right? Hundred, And we call keys units in the hotel business. So 100 keys, so that's about 300 that you're working on. So let's talk, and they're all right now under contract. Correct. And how much money do you have out of pocket in these contracts? Well, technically zero, but I have some people that I will need to pay as I move forward. So right now, again, let's try this again. How much money do you have right now out of your pocket to have tied up these three hotels? Nothing. Nothing, right? So you don't have any money out of your pocket? Well, now that we've moved forward with one of them, I have a bit. I understand. Okay. But is it your money? No, it's all borrowed. Okay. So let's try this again. Zero of my own. Sorry. <laughs> that was your question. How much borrowed. of your own money yeah. do yeah. you have yeah. to tie up these hotels? Zero. Right? Zero. right. So if you have someone else that put in the cash, it's still not your money, right? Yeah. Okay. Or the banks. So you see, if a postal worker can do this, I'm not you know, putting him down at all. I'm just showing that you don't need money to make money. So let's first start with one that's in uh, Wisconsin. And I believe it's in a fairly good location, yeah. right? Can you just go over the quick snapshot as to what that looks like? And uh, you know, Frank, Gabe too, if you wanna jump in here, don't leave me hanging. Absolutely, no, no. CMBS takeover? Too technical. It's a takeover of debt and it's 6.3 million, negotiated the price to seven. You negotiated up? Hold so, on. Yeah, no, so, it's sorry. <laughs> so negotiated the purchase price at seven million. It's a takeover debt of 6.3 million. So there's a bit of a gap there. So let's go over this real quick. So it's a $7 million asset, right? Now, is it worth 7 million? Is it worth more than 7 million? What's the asset worth with the existing? First of all, let's talk about gross real quick. What is this property gross? What is the gross revenue of this hotel? Well, in the past it's grossed $3 million. Several years ago, it was appraised at 11 million. Okay. So it was appraised at 11 million. Obviously, COVID has affected the numbers, which is where the opportunity is. And now they're basically dumping it for seven, which is much less than 30% off. And you mentioned that there was a, a debt takeover. Now in commercial property, and actually in all property, if you know what you're doing, you can actually step into a loan, take over that loan, which I think we've discussed. Have we discussed this on a Past podcast, I'm pretty sure we have. We have different, uh, okay, so different ways Have to you take listened over to my properties. podcast? Yes. Have we discussed this? Yes. yes. Okay. So he knows more about my podcast than I do, which is yeah. A-OK. If not, you can send in a request, then we'll do it. <laughs> exactly. So these are big numbers, right? So you got it for seven. Is it seven, 6.9, or is it exactly seven? Exactly seven. Exactly seven. What's owed is 6.3, and we're basically taking over the existing debt and giving the seller $700,000. Is it your 700000 No. Is it going to be someone else's 700000 Yes. Yes. Okay, so guys, do these big numbers scare you? Because I know most that are listening right now are thinking, $7 million, that's ridiculous. I don't have $7 million, right? 
Yes. Uh, you know what? I know when I started, yeah, 700,000 scared the shit out of me. But, uh, it, well, it did, honestly. Listen, if you I, haven't I, been I doing this, you. and we work within, you know, yeah, yeah. 700,000, 500,000. Sure, it's scary, but Owen seems relaxed. So obviously he's comfortable because he's following your process, Marco, and he does have the support. <laughs> Otherwise, maybe he will be uh, walking and then, you know, shitting his bricks. But I'm really uh, relaxed. I'm really yeah, good. Really relaxed. Funny. Really relaxed. Yeah. The second comma seems to scare most people all the time. And, but the second comma is the most exciting part. Exactly. If you're not using your money anyway, what difference does it make? Right? It's zero commas. <laughs> exactly. So it costs nothing. So, oh, and I got a question though for you, if you don't mind. So when you first started negotiating this from the 11 million down to seven, how long did it take you? Let's talk about time. How long did it take you between going back and forth? Because I know some of mine took over six months and some of them only took a month. So oh, with this a, property, it took. It didn't take very long. It took within a week. We were able to within a week. Oh, the guy's a shark. Long. I'm gonna hire yeah. you, buddy. You're gonna go start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now you're just showing off. Now you're just pissing all of us off. <laughs> but it, did, it didn't start at seven. But you know, of course not. Well, that was the point. Is it was eleven to seven. So there's process of doing that, right? Yeah. So yeah, and only took you a week. Now, did you offer seven right away, and they said yes, or did you offer significantly less than seven? Less. Right. And they obviously said what when, when you offered less? No. Is that okay? Did that scare you at first? Uh, yeah, I had to get used to that. Because in Canada, I know if you make an offer, because you have properties in Canada, right? Yes. And you make an offer and then it gets... Rejected. In Canada? Well, if you make an offer too low. Yeah, I didn't really understand the basis of actually putting in a low offer and walking away and being okay with it. And you shouldn't have it accepted should actually have it rejected right walk me through how you bought your first one did you make an offer got rejected and then you kept going or did you make an offer it got accepted what was the dynamic before you met me they asked the price and you paid it so there was no negotiation whatsoever no oh you want this okie dokie here you go right Retail. which is how most people operate right and then you were like wait a second there's got to be a better way we met and now you're you know negotiating 11 million dollar assets down to 7 million he's a shark and he's, he's pretty quiet right that's probably the that, secret that, to be honest <laughs> that's the ones you got to be worried like i'm just yeah. looking quiet at him going say less. something and he's like yeah i guess it's a lot of listening asking the right questions exactly now can we talk about gross for a second what's the i don't know if we we got that what's the gross of the of this property or actually you did answer the question right it made three million at one point in 2019 in previous yeah. years and then what's and what is it ish now ish we're finding that out oh we're still in due diligence right now right so again covid numbers are going to be absolutely terrible and that's where the opportunity is is when there's an asset that's not doing as well as it should that's when you want to buy it and this is very close to how far was it from the stadium it's about um a five minute drive so very very wow. close did you get the information as to how much they charge during a game sometimes for one room oh like you have to do a three night minimum and it's many hundreds yeah it's 999 dollars is their is their ceiling it's a thousand dollars a night minimum three nights if you're going for game night and they're full so there's a lot of revenue that can be generated and when this football shut down and there are no fans it's really going to drive the revenue down right so and you're buying it at a time where it's the right time so that's pretty yeah, cool. Fans are coming back to the stands and yep. yeah. yeah. There's a great growth opportunity and you're buying it at the right price, which is great. No, I was going to say, you could probably sell out those rooms. I know when me and Gabe, we remember we were exploring that flag hotel in uh, Arkansas. It was actually in Fayetteville. It's a small town. It's not small, small, but it's not a large town by any means. And it, it was a college town. And once the, the college teams were there and playing, 
all the hotels because we went to all the neighboring hotels all the hotels they say they jacked up their prices at least double to triple and they were all booked hotels uh, motels so, too actually yeah, yeah you're talking everything. professional sports in your area so i think you're going to do really damn good now now that you know sports is back and i think most states have you know full capacity so there's going to definitely be a big upside to that particular property if you do happen to close on it, which we're rooting for you to close on it, right? I know you're in due diligence. So Absolutely. And we're, to, yeah. once due diligence is done, so do you know what the nets were in past years? If we just look at past performance based on once football's back in the marketplace again, it's going to go back to those numbers. Any, do you remember what the net was? It's about a third. Okay. So a third of three million is about a million. Last time I checked. Yep. Do you remember yep. what the debt service yep. is for on this beast of six now he's a postal worker in canada does not have u.s credit does not have any credentials to be able to take over this loan but the beauty of the community that we've created is that we have others that have very strong backgrounds that can step in and take over these loans not have to qualify for them necessarily and assume them where they're responsible for it these are non-recourse loans where they just need to step in the person that has background if you will and you're just going to piggyback on their past and they're going to get a piece you're going to get a piece but we're still missing this seven hundred thousand dollar component right so you're going to be part owner the person that's stepping in that has no money involved like it's forbidden for them to use their money just their credit they don't need to use their money because and they're okay with it because it's not recourse and in english that means the bank can't go after them personally if there's a default not that we would want a default because it's a million dollars a year of net income net income a million that's just this one there's two others behind it i don't know if we're going to have time today to do all three but it's a million dollars of net income do you guys understand a million dollars that's like winning the lottery every single year for one the rest of your life million one dollars. million dollars and does that excite you in any way oh tremendously is that your excited face because can you tell your face, face that you're yeah. excited <laughs> yeah it's because uh, i don't i don't relief. see it relief lots of relief where's the happy dance yes That's you know it. what it is i think owen's just a, a veteran he understands that he needs yeah. to close before he gets excited That's yeah all. yeah <laughs> so net give me some net numbers so debt service approximately was five hundred thousand. it's a million it's a million net income five hundred thousand of debt service there's 500 left let's call it 400 because there's an extra hundred thousand of murphy showing up every year all right. So just that's, can you walk me good. through those numbers again? Because <laughs> clearly I'm incapacitated yeah. mentally to do any math that so is there's, 1 million yeah, 1 minus 400,000. I can't so do 1 it. Million, yeah. So, <laughs> no, so it's 1 a million, million dollar net. <laughs> 1 million dollars net. Net operating income. Then there's 500,000 dollars. So it grosses 3 yeah. million, right? Yes. And then you have the all third. the expenses. There's 2 million dollars in expenses. Yes. Right? So you, your, your payroll is covered, management covered. All the possible expenses are covered, right? Correct. Yes? Yes. yes. So yeah. the, the actual dollars left after you've paid absolutely everything except their mortgage is a million dollars. Yes. Sorry. The answer is yes. <laughs> a million, a million, a million, a million. mortgage, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Frank can't do math either. Yes. Here. No, it's, no, it's a million dollars. Taxes. Listen, it's a million it's a, dollars. It's a million dollars net after paying everything. Everything. TV, manager, this and that, mm. all the operating costs. And so a Band-Aid, whatever, million bucks. Yes. Now you're going to put in your debt service, which you're going to be taking over, right? right? You're going to What's be taking left? over the debt service. 500. 500,000. So 500 because we're being conservative. 
Just so Murphy. We're gonna add a hundred for Murphy. Your wife so is gonna take at least a hundred thousand, and then that's the oh, wife. That's awesome. She'll, ha what, she'll be happy. What she thinks is hers is hers. What she sees is hers is hers. What she touches is hers, and what you think is yours is hers. So that's kind of how it works. <laughs> I've been married twice. I know how that works. Yeah. So you're left with how much? We even take away that. That's four hundred thousand. Four hundred. So how much cash do we need to bring to the table to close? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Let's call it eight hundred thousand. Let's call it nine hundred thousand. Let's call it a million. Can we call it a million? Sure. All right. So I'm bringing closing cost. Is it an older hotel? Does it need a it little is. bit of love? It does. So do we need to put a couple bucks into the place? So let's add, like I said, seven plus another 300 to cover all that. That's now we're at a million dollars. Yes? Well, yep. shit, where are we going to get a million dollars from? That sounds terrible. Who will ever give us a million dollars? What's left if we put a million dollars in the property after the debt service... How much cash is left in your pocket, Owen? If we had a million dollars to borrow, how much cash flow does that million dollars give us? That business now makes how much every single year forever? 500. Or sorry, we're being sort of 400. 400. Thousand. So what's your cash on cash return? Someone puts a million and they get $400,000 back every year forever. Oh, 40%. Yes, it is. That's there a 40% cash on cash return. 40%. And we've chewed down what our actual net is and we've increased the actual number to have the existing numbers right so this is very conservative that's a 40 percent cash on cash return for those of you that don't understand that that means let's make it easier you give a dollar and you get 40 cents back every single year forever now owen doesn't have a million dollars yet no how are you going to find this money investors correct and the investor gets a piece of that 40%. So let's say they wanted a 20% return on their money. Would that be a good, is that a good return? Not saying that we're going to do that, but that's an easy, would that? Oh, yeah. Easy math. Uh, I'll sign up for that. Yeah. So do you think yeah. an investor would want a piece of that action and you give them 20%? Oh, for sure. And especially at, at, 20, at double that. At double that? You want to give him 40%? Oh, no, 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 no. He's <laughs> saying because he's making double that. Because he's, he's making double that. So skill testing question. If... Owen put the deal together and the, the credit partner comes in and takes the, and they get a small piece, right? You have to give someone a small piece. And the person is also getting a small piece. And let's say that Owen had to give in total half the deal away. Not that you're going to, but let's say you had to give 50, 49% away because you still want controlling, you know, controlling ownership. What's 49% of $400,000? Say approximately 200. Yeah. So at $200,000 net in your pocket after everyone gets paid, yeah. Conservative numbers, because it's going to be higher. What's your return on investment having zero money in? Infinite. Infinite cash on cash return. So that's $200,000 for you and your family forever. U.S., that's like what? A million dollars Canadian? No, it's like 300000 Canadian, right? It's going to be more soon. Uh, it's, more than, uh, it's more than three. It's uh, three and change. So you're looking at yeah. three and a half about. That's not bad. It's pretty nothing. good, isn't it? Well, you sweat equity and your knowledge. That is nothing. That yeah. is power. So just that, that's that yeah. one deal, right? Now, you have how many others? Two. Two others. Two others. But they're not as big as that one. Yeah, those are small chump change properties. Let's talk about the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are... One at a time. You can't do two at the same time. We already know this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's 1.8 million purchase price. Right. And what's... Independent. What's the value of the property? The value of the property? Well, it's grossing a million dollars. So it's worth around four-ish. Three and a half. Between three and four. Whatever the number yeah. is. All right? There you go. Even if it's worth three, it's worth more than three, but even if it's worth three, is 1.8 still a good number? 
I hope so, yeah. Sounds pretty sexy to me. Man. Yeah, it's less than 66% it's off. almost half price, yeah. Right, it's pretty damn good. Now, yeah. is this in the middle of nowhere? It's in a smaller town, but it's, yeah, it's a good size, definitely. There's property management companies around. There's actually an Amazon plant being built not far away. It's off the side of a highway. So, the, wait, has, well, how far is the Amazon plant from this subject property? Like a five-minute drive, two-minute drive. It's not far. A five-minute drive and a two-minute drive, that's a seven-minute drive. It depends who's driving. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm driving Maybe two minutes, Owen if Owen's driving, if Marcos, Owen's going to walk. if you're walking? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what if you're walking, Owen? How long? 20 minutes. With a, with, a mail, with a full mail bag. 40. 26 uh, minutes. So, yeah. So somewhere in there, it's not very far. Yeah. Let's say five By minutes. the way, is that a good revenue driver to have an Amazon plant next to your oh hotel? Yeah, there's a lot of workers there. Next, what's the traffic like? You were telling me how much traffic was going by there quite a bit it's on the i-80 right and it's a very busy intersection right mm -hmm. cars going by all the time cool so the gross on that one is how much it's a million dollars a million dollar gross and so we're going to keep around a third that's three hundred thousand right yes all right so the value of the property that's the net, at, just yeah that's the net income just so everyone knows so the value of that property at a 10 cap a 10 percent return it's better than 10 cap is about three million bucks yep. at least so it's worth three million at least. It's not a ten cap market, but let's say it is a ten cap. It's a that means you just add a zero. It's worth three million bucks, and you have this for one point eight. Yes. And there's then there's closing cost, and now there's some work to do on this one. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Do we know what that because we're he's straight in due diligence. You just saw this property when when did you go see? Tell us about the property. I'm, I'm just the other day. What's the other day? So about a week ago, I went and actually stayed there. And I uh, just got to walk around and got to meet the seller and actually got to sleep with a bed bug. So just one? Uh, that's all I saw. Yeah. That's all I got to kill. But, mm. uh, was, was your wife okay with that? Oh, she wasn't there and she wouldn't have stayed oh. there either. <laughs> that's it? There's bed bugs? Is there anything wrong, else wrong with the property? I think structurally it sounds pretty good, but I think case goods or actually like... We don't know what case goods are. The listener oh. does not know anything. So let's, let's oh, not yeah. get into technical language. Beds the inverse hyperbolical cotangent of the square root Hold of on, three. Hold on, Owen. Is this, is this the one that's missing a walkway somewhere? No, not that one. That's the third oh, one. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forgive me. All right. This so one's structurally in good sound. Condition. It's off the interstate. It's so structurally sound. It's off the interstate, and it's near an Amazon hub. So that's obviously the driving force is the interstate, people traveling, whether it's truckers or just people vacationing, going from state to state. And then you got a workforce on you know from Amazon that you know may be looking for extended stays and things like that, and even suppliers of, of Amazon visiting, whether it's executives or whatever. So, okay, so you're in a good situation there. So, how did you structure this one? So the other one, we know you took over debt. How did you do this one? Tell us a little bit well, about that. Well, this was just negotiating the price down. So it made a million dollars. I tried to negotiate them down as far as I could until they, they stuck on a price at 1.8. There are, like, it has bad management. So that's actually a plus. That's a huge plus because um, we could just turn that around, bring in better management. And there are, like, the walls need to be painted. The, the beds need to be get need to be replaced. And But again, that's not going to cost too much if it's already bringing in a million dollars. So there's yeah. a lot of and upside. There's, there's a small I, I, lesson in what he just at said. Least, at least you had bed bugs. You know, you're gonna get rid of the bed bugs. New management. I know when I bought my hotel, there was no beds bug. There was dogs. Bugs bite. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they biting you in the leg. Actually, there was no beds. There was uh, syringes and other things on the floor. But okay, so those are things that you obviously you can course correct when you take over the property, and that's part of the optimization. Well, that's the thing. He Thanks. said something interesting here, and I do want to get the listener to, I guess, attract their attention there. He said that there was bad management, and that's a good thing. And that's not something you hear from 
the average Joe's mouth. This is Owen seeing an opportunity in something that's bad, while most people would run away from bad management because they would prefer coming into something that was easy to handle. He's going into a difficult situation, understanding that when he makes that difficult situation go away, he's going to bank and he's going to bank over and over and over again. So good on you, Owen. So you think what, half a million dollars to... We're getting less? that assessed. We're going through the DD. And we're if it's 100 rooms, that it's not going to cost more than... I think Frank gets a whole room for 50 bucks. Plus, oh, well, the, actually, the lampshade well, costs more yeah. than the whole room. <laughs> uh, Don't remind me of the lampshades, but no, you could get... There's ways to get furniture, the whole room furnished. Not for 50 bucks, but... Uh, for, what is it, for, less than... For, like less than I 500 bucks. Rooms, 500 bucks, I got my room furnished, yes. Yeah. Uh, that, the, that's talking everything. Like 500 bucks for everything in the room that's from a Marriott that's being upgraded and they're almost brand new pieces of furniture. So it's very expensive. So for me to put a $5,000 price tag is going to be pretty hefty. But let's just use $5,000 as a worst case scenario. 1.8 plus 500,000 plus 100 extra thousand. So I'm being as steep as I can, right? So what's 1.8 million plus 100,000 plus 500,000? 12.4 million. 2.4 million, right? That's 2.4 million. Now, by doing all that and having new management, and now if it's mismanaged at a million dollars gross, what do you think good management and a refreshed hotel is going to do? Could we at least say 30% more? Yeah, and, and also it's independent, so they don't have franchise fees. It's They've been running it that way, but um, yeah, there's a lot of improvements, so just kind of... Yeah, just going to go through the due diligence to make sure that the numbers are what they are. And after staying there, actually, I tried renegotiating it, but I guess that's another. We're still trying to figure all this stuff out in due diligence. Yeah, even if you increase it by one third, so putting in 500000 just to rehab it and make it fresh and make people want to come there. And even if you increase it by one third, that's what, 300000 So in less than two years, you got your money back. Well, on the upgrades. Exactly. And that's extra revenue in your pocket because your expenses are already paid, right? So that 300000 goes straight in your pocket. So again, if you put in 300000 sorry, if you put in 500000 to get an Five. extra $300,000 every year, that's a 60% cash on cash return. That extra three hundred grand, right, is a 60% cash on cash return. So you're buying something that's underperforming. You're putting in, I'm just saying 500000 out of, you know, just out of my ass, but... And this can be financed actually through our primary lender when we do it. If we have a plan, we have those numbers. That's what he's doing now is getting all these numbers together. And then we can give that as a package to the lender and say, this is what we're going to do. And then there's the money. And here's the reason. Most likely gross at least 1.3. And I know it's actually going to be significantly more than that. If you do 1.3 times 4, because it'll be a good hotel. I know, Gabe, you have to go soon. And we have to wrap this up. But 1.3 times 4 is uh, what? 5.2. Is that right? We're all village idiots when it comes to math. 1.3 times 4 is 5.2, right? Yes. All right. And we keep a third of that, which is going to be, Frank, help me out, 1.1? 1. 1. 1. 1.05, 1,050,000. Yeah, 1.5. So million. our net's going to be Not about 1. a million. 1.5, 1.05. So that's a $10 million asset at a 10 cap. At a 10 cap, yes. We're really terrible at math. So... If it, and that's a million dollars a year, guess what? Now you have another hotel that makes a million dollars a year that you paid $1.8 million for. Wow. More peanuts for Owen. That's his excited face, by the way. <laughs> My shocked face. So the fact that it is underperforming is your biggest asset. And the more money you have to put in, the uglier it is, more people will shy away from it, but that is the opportunity. And luckily you've surrounded yourself with some really great people 
right? Well, not just us, which brings us to our Ohio property. So tell us about this Ohio deal. Location, amount, this is a bag of coat hangers. So this one, it's a franchised hotel or motel just outside of Detroit. And it's um, 1.3 million is a negotiated price, but it needs a huge renovation, an entire upper walkway. So, and that's gonna cost substantially more than I thought, but there's a bunch of things that are really good about this property. Uh, it also comes with 20 acres of land. It has a liquor license. It has a, an entire restaurant that needs to be demoed by the fire department. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things that people would probably look at this and think, oh my gosh, but there's a ton of potential because of the amount of traffic. So I went and stayed there and there's a ton of truckers. It was bringing in a million dollars year after year with bad management and out-of-state owners pre-COVID. And so this one's also just down the way from another Amazon plant. I see a pattern here. I see a pattern. He's How far is that Amazon. Amazon plant? I think it's 10 minutes. Drive. <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> drive. Specify the drive. So, oh, and that million dollars that it's been making, is it, you mentioned there's a walkway missing. So I think I'm familiar with this one. So that walkway that's missing, right now those rooms are non-operational. So is that million dollars when they were both operational or just? Yeah, that's when it was just about fully operational. So yeah, there's also a couple other things that have happened. Like I guess the fire department's been on the owner in regards to this. They're putting citations on the owner. Yeah, there's a lot going against like this property, but yeah, at the price and the future value, there's a lot of pros if you can kind of just look past all that and formulate a good team to do the construction and bring in the material. And I know that um, prices for steel and prices for workers are going up, but something like this where it was bringing in a million dollars year after year for several years, there is that potential in the future. And I guess the port in the city of Toledo and Detroit, which is kind of a main thoroughfare for where this property is kind of located. Yeah, a lot of potential to even do better if you bring in better management. And right now the management again is poor. I was just gonna say, which is another opportunity. And you'll, you'll notice a pattern. There's a lot of traffic. It's next to some extra revenue drivers. It's mismanaged, which is where the opportunity is. And they're all similar in size with about 100, door, 100 keys, right? And one he's paying $7 million for, and the other he's paying one point three four with the exact same amount of doors or keys, Door, yeah. right? Keys one is worth 11, and the other one is that he's buying for seven, and the others are significantly devaluated, but there's a lot of work to be done. So the question is, is better to buy and step into a property that you're paying seven for and having to put in that extra cash to be able to make that large cash on cash return? Or is it better to buy this dog? And I think when we had this call with the contractor, he was saying the fines were how much? Do you remember? Uh, they could be up as high as 700000 Per day. Remember what he said? Like 1000 But there's two fines. So it's $2,000 a day in fines, right? So for two years. Wow. That's over 700000 Is this yeah. because of the code violations there? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm very familiar with code yeah, violations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the owner is going to walk away with basically nothing. But even if you bought it for 1.3, if you look at our model before that we just did, we're into it for 2.5. And if you look at the million dollars in revenue and you increase that to a certain number, you're actually going to, you're basically getting a $10 million property at the end of the day with the revenue that you're going to be getting. So with the number of rooms that you have with the cash that you need to put in, you're still going to be under $7 million on a $10 million property because you're paying seven now for a $10 million property at 100 rooms. 
So, and you're paying 1.3, and even you have to put another 1.2 million dollars into it, which it could be, with a yeah, million dollars I, net I, in I revenue, with, you're well over a million dollar property. With this Owen, I believe this is the one that you done creatively, if I'm not mistaken, where the owners, you know, he's financing some of this for you, correct? Correct. Yeah. And the work that needs to be involved, which is extensive, it's a whole mezzanine to 50% of the other rooms. So that's a 50% upside right there alone once you get, you know, once people can get to the rooms. Yeah. And that's being financed by the lender in full as well. All right. So you're in that situation where the owner is holding a portion and an asset-based lender stepping in and filling in the gap and your repairs, which you got quotes from, you know, general contractors, reputable. So basically you're going in, once you get those rooms optimized and worked, and I guess I guess with the liquor license alone, which has value liquor license, you can actually even sell that to a third party. You can't sell a liquor license? No, you can, but don't do it because you want oh, that bar okay. in there. You want the liquor gotcha. license. You want that. Yeah. I bought two bars in, so I could leverage that yeah. information. So <laughs> right now, a liquor license in Orlando is going for almost three quarters of a million dollars. And yeah, I, know I bought expensive. mine for about 300000 So it's doubled in value okay. since COVID has stopped. They go up and down in value. So liquor licenses are very valuable. So maybe you can lease it. No, use it. He's going to open up a bar and make a shit ton of money. All right, do you know how to mix drinks? I know what I'm doing now with bars. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> That's drunk that. Owen right there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. That was good. That was good. So, holy shit. So, these three, a lot. all a million dollars a piece in net revenue, right? Then there's the mortgages and everything has to pay. You got about $200,000 net per each at least. That's $600,000 of passive income if you just keep a third. You're going to keep more than that because you're not getting all these other partners and the other assets, it's probably close to a million dollars a year if this all goes through. And After it's going to take service. maybe two years to get there. But are you willing to mm. walk the extra enough? mile to oh, for sure. to get the... 100%. He's already halfway yeah, there. Yeah, I know. He's, he already walked 10 uh, this morning. <laughs> he started walking. I'm surprised he's still next to you. I got to call at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'll be there in 45 minutes. He lands here at, at 9 o'clock, full of sweat. <laughs> Where have you been? I walked. So, Owen... Uh, you're knee deep in this. You sound like you really know what you're doing, but you started from from what? Like from from doing single family condos, smaller deals, but yeah, nothing like this. Nothing with the help and guidance and mentorship. You're able to eliminate decades. Would you have uh, been too scared to even go? Maybe not even eliminate decades. I think you would have never even done it yeah. because most people don't think they can play at that level. Definitely. When I first started, I thought if I could ever make a hundred grand, I'd be freaking rich. And then you make a hundred grand and go, I can't afford anything. (laughs) You know, it's (laughs) the things I want, I can't afford. And it's, you choose your level of poverty as you make more and more money. But what's your advice to someone that's listening to this that wants to get started and they think they can't do it. They're not good looking enough. They have a job that's not good enough. They have a spouse maybe that pulling them down. You've been very lucky and blessed, by the way. Your wife, Heidi, is fantastic. She's really cool. You picked a great spouse. So talk to me about the listener. What advice do you have for them? These podcasts are awesome. There's a lot of information here. And have a mentor. And have surround yourself with good people that have done it before. Because you don't want to make the mistakes like they have. Bankrupt you. Yeah, make you depressed. But yeah, I would definitely find people that you drive with. Guidance. Help. That have been around the block. Because without that, it's... yeah. Virtually, I thought it was impossible. I didn't really think it was even achievable. But yeah, glad I ran into you and have you guys. And it's really amazing. 
you're starting a, your own fund, hotel fund as well. Like you're just going bananas. This guy's on fire. And just amazing. That is exciting. And we're excited for you, Owen. I'm sure many of the students, they, you know, when they reflect back over one, two years or whatever, they never thought, like I never thought I was going to be in this situation. Look at you. You got three hotels going and you're starting to fund and you're a postal worker to put Not on anymore. top of it. And you're Canadian to put on top Not of anymore. it. Not anymore. Well, you were. Frank, it took you six or seven. It took him two. Yeah. Well, he's faster than I am. Yes, uh, that's for he sure. He talks a lot yeah. less. That's for sure. I, he ta- oh, yeah. oh my god! Uh, uh, Can you imagine a podcast just with Owen and Frank? It would be yeah. the one man show, but there would be hey, two no. It'd be there. Frank, Frank, and then where's Owen? <laughs> that's it. Owen would only be in the picture on the cover. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's well, funny. Kudos to you, Owen. You know, let's see yeah, this. We're get proud to of the, you, man. Let, yeah, let's see this get to the finish line. All three of them, and then uh, we'll have another podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yeah, celebrate we'll, now with champagne. Well. Just as a sidebar, let's play a scenario where one of these hotels doesn't pan out, where it costs too much, or we just can't make the numbers work for a purchase. There's options to actually flip the contract to someone that is local that wants to actually deep dive or a contractor that's looked at these properties and says, you know what, I can make this work. You could probably flip it for a few hundred thousand dollars just because you've created so much value in the opportunity to begin with. So just because it doesn't necessarily pan out for the purchase, there's other monetization strategies that you can apply in order to uh, to really make this work. Biggest mistake you made, Owen, so far? Biggest mistake, the thing that you regret the most thus far? Not listening to you guys more and following your, your guidance. I'll second that motion. <laughs> yeah. Third. Just really, yeah. Listen and do. Have you done this, Owen, yet? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, many times. Many times. So you've, uh-huh. you've screwed up a lot yes. to get to this point. Many times. So that's a lesson in there as well. So you can really screw things up and still do really well. Is that what we call this podcast? How Owen really screwed up <laughs> yes. and still made a million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's yeah. famous last words. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be really fun to edit uh, yeah I'm a, a man of two words <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know that this was even happening i, was like, I just oh, told him man. five minutes to three i was like oh Whoa. we're doing a podcast in uh five minutes yeah You're it's okay it. it's it's <laughs> it's organic it's all good yeah yeah it's fine and we want it that way we don't want it canned we don't want it to seem like you've been practiced at all and as you can tell it's not and Owen I really thank you for being here and joining us today I really appreciate it and Frank any last words for the next 20 minutes I want oh, next 20 minutes I want Just I kidding. Don't have 20 minutes, Frank. <laughs> I'm teasing you Frank I'm teasing you Frank <laughs> alright no, it's all good. I just want to drink when you open the bar up. There's that. Absolutely. Yeah, we all do. Absolutely. Yeah. So congratulations. Well done. I'm proud of you, man. All proud of you. And um, you know, my little boy's growing up. You're doing really well. It's a great journey. And you've learned a lot along the way. And you're going to be handsomely paid for just saying yes to yourself. To learn more, to grow more. You're always looking for new knowledge. You're always looking for the best possible information. You're always looking to align yourself with the best possible people. Not just in this business, but I know who you're associating yourself with constantly. And it's always the best. And I I really admire that. You've really made some great decisions, Owen. And that's, I think, your superpower is know that you don't know a lot. And know that you are there are other people with the answers and you just have to leverage their information in order to really make a big difference. So well done, sir. Well done. Really proud of you. All right. Well, guys, that's it. Thank you for joining us on uh, today's podcast. Hopefully it was informative and had a little bit of fun with us. We're used to really screwing around with each other and Owen isn't used to it. So he's like, 
what am I doing here? I really enjoy you being here. Oh, and I really do. Thanks so much. And again, if you like this podcast, please comment, like it, love it, share it. And this whole journey is to really inspire you, the listener, to achieve more, to be better, to stretch, and to achieve things that you never thought possible. So if you are in a position where you want more, you can follow Owen's lead and you can accomplish great things. And I'm really proud of you, Owen, and everyone else that's listening as well. Frank, Gabe, you're the best. Thank you so much as well for joining me today. And enjoy the rest of your life, my friend. You have a big, 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 bright future ahead of you. Congratulations. Thank you. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.